Welcome everyone to today's devotion. We're in 3rd John. Uh, there's only one chapter of 3rd John. In fact, 3rd John is the smallest book of the Bible. It's about 219, 220 words. Not long at all. It's just a brief letter. Uh, today we may say it's a, it's a uh, email, basically. Um, but but it's a short book. You can read it really quick. Um, and uh, if you're new to reading the Bible, and one of the things I hope these devotions do is get you into the Bible, um, if you start with the short books, great. Uh, so long as you're reading the Bible, work your way up to, to some of the more complicated stuff. Third John is the same thing, basically, what First and Second John is about, and that is truth and love. Now, it, it goes in... Um, it deals with more interpersonal relationship stuff. There's three people introduced in the letter, um, so it's it's about more than just um, more than just truth and love. But it's truth and love applied specifically. Uh, so let's start with the first person we're introduced to here, and that is Gaius, the elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Don't know who Gaius is. Uh, it's clearly addressed to him. It's sort of like Philemon is addressed to a specific individual. Beloved, I pray that all uh, may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it is as it goes well with your soul. So here we see a pastor who cares for both the, the, the body and the soul. Uh, I think this may surprise some people because um, you get uh, prosperity heretics who care only about the health, right? Uh, and they'll say, uh, if you want perfect health, you know, send me your seed money, uh, money you ain't got, um, so I can uh, fuel my private jet. Uh, and you'll feel better. Well, that that's a lie. And then there are those who only care about this. So actually, pastoral ministry cares about both. Uh, we we care about your marriage. Uh, we 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 care about your family. We we this is why pastors from the beginning have done hospital visits and in home visits and and and, and care about the well being of people. So those hospital visits aren't just about well, what did the doctor say, but really about how are you handling some of this stuff. The physical and the spiritual. Why? Because of the incarnation. Uh, Christ is both physical and spiritual. He is fully God, fully man. And, and as a man, he has a body and soul. Um, so we, we, we care about all of this. And John demonstrates that there. Verse 3, I rejoice greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth. Notice there, your truth is the truth, not your subjective understanding of reality that fits your emotional desires, even if it doesn't fit reality. Um so your truth, he's saying, is that you're walking in the truth, right? That's, so you've got to read the whole verse there. Verse 4, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. That is a pastor's heart right there. Um, there is no greater joy than to hear your people walking in the truth. Well, he begins um, in verses 5 to 8 to talk about hospitality. And you could say that this letter is really about hospitality. Uh, it's about more than that, but if, if you want to simplify it, maybe you can say that. Remember what we said yesterday in our study of the end of 2 John, that um, welcoming in itinerant ministers is an important ministry of the church. But even beyond that, just hospitality in general. Um, and this was important for the, for, the, for the early church to do because that was in practice among the pagans. But Christians were welcoming, loving, and kind, and, and they, they, they would uh, help people along the way. Of course, that goes back all the way back to the Old Testament teaching. This became an issue when it comes to itinerant preachers. Uh, if they're in the truth, welcome them in. If they're not in truth, then, then do not help them spread their, their false doctrine. He says there at the end of verse 5, uh, rather verse 6, You will do well to send them on their journey in a manner worthy of God, for they have gone out for the sake of the name, 
accepting nothing from the Gentiles. Therefore, we ought to support people like these, that we may be fellow workers for the truth. I think we get this even today, to support good causes and support great ministries that are doing great things. Um, And so what you have here is the work of the local church seeking to reach beyond its walls to be a blessing to others. Now, we do this in the in the uh, Baptist tradition through local associations that ministry in the county or counties. Um, we do it through a state convention, uh, and we do it through a national convention that reaches beyond uh, our nation's borders, but where we have international missionaries all over the place. So we support those uh, ministries and those, uh, but there may be some other parachurch organizations that, that if they come alongside the church and strengthen the church and help the church broaden its ministry, those, those can be good as well. Well, in verse 9 to 10, I want to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, John um, is critical of uh, Diotrephus, and um, this guy is arrogant. It says that uh, there, verse 9, he likes to put himself first and does not acknowledge our authority. There's some question as to what exactly is going on here. It's clear that John has written a letter, maybe addressing this guy or uh, addressing an issue, and this guy doesn't want to deal with it. Um, it's to him, ministry is all about him. And unfortunately, there's too many of those guys still around. Uh, and it's really sad. Um, look, if you go into ministry caring more about a platform than about people, you shouldn't be in ministry. Um, and uh, if you care about entertainment rather than discipleship, you should leave ministry. Uh, but this has been an issue for a long time because the truth is, pastoral ministry, people are, are trusting you with their soul care and give you a platform by which to speak. And too many think that their opinion is so valuable, people should hear what they think rather than what God has said. And that is tragic. Your opinion is nothing compared to the eternal truth of God. And when we do not proclaim the eternal truth of God, We are not loving our people. See how that works? Truth and love. Verse 11 and uh, uh, the 12, we meet in Demetrius. Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Demetrius has received a good testimony from everyone, from the truth himself. We also add our testimony. You know that our testimony is true. So really, he's he's taking two characters and saying, here is an example of one uh, that, that isn't in the truth. Here is one that is in the truth, and the difference is how they love. If you love yourself more than your neighbor, you're, you're not living the truth or love. But if you love others and, and obey the commandments, then certainly you are that. So obviously you want to be the latter, not the former. Okay, um, that is Third John, a very short book, uh, and uh, yet is inspired by God and given to us. And I do encourage you to come back and read it regularly. Um, I failed to look to see where we're at next Um, But hopefully I'll see you uh, Monday and we will uh, open God's word together. See you then.